Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You're listening to the SportsGrid Network. Let it rain! Remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go. It is now a Wednesday, December the 18th, 2019. Tick-tock, tick-tock. As the year comes to a close, the decade will come to a close. We will start afresh come January 1st. New decade, new year, 2020, and oh yeah, a new playoffs for the NFL, and there will eventually be a new Super Bowl champion. And who might that be? Wow. What happens coming up this Saturday and Sunday and what happens next week? That'll go a long way in determining who it is that's going to be that champion. But along the way, we have managed to figure out who some of the all-stars, some of the better players are in the league, and they get rewarded by a trip to the Pro Bowl. And without fail, every year, the Pro Bowl gets announced and fan bases, woo, chapped ass, uh, bust out a little uh, aloe vera there, get yourself ready, a little baby powder. Uh, yeah, it's uh, they, they get a little, little chappy, especially in Dallas and Minnesota. And we'll go over those uh, those lineups here. But welcome in. It is the great. It is sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. He is Dane Martinez. Uh, big night in the NBA last night where, don't look now, the New York Knicks scored 100. I'm sorry. One, two, yeah, 143 points in a game. The Knicks taking down the Atlanta it was Hawks. Overtime. It wasn't. Yeah. No, 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 no. And uh, even better is they were only a point and a half uh Favorite in that game uh, at home, taking on an Atlanta team. Both teams six and you know six win teams, but boy oh boy, the Knicks since Fisdale's gone have been playing some inspired basketball, uh, fun basketball. They're actually smiling now on the court, and uh, poor Atlanta just uh, abysmal from uh, top to bottom there. But the Knicks opportunities arise here, guys. I'm telling you right now, the market has not adjusted to the Knicks' newfound fun playing basketball. Could be some opportunities for you guys to profit instead of being an instant fade. The New York Knicks are definitely a team that you may want to look at and go, hmm, maybe some value there. And also the Lakers snapped a 15-14 game uh, road winning streak last night by the Indiana Pacers. Uh, of course, no unibrow because he had some sort of made up injury. I'm sorry, uh, injury uh, that uh, that he wasn't allowed to play. I mean, didn't play uh, because they were worried about him. Sure, they were. But the Pro Bowl day, let's face it. Every year we get this. And let me start by saying the two things that jumped out to me with this. No Dolphins, no Giants. Yep. There's even a Jet. I mean, there's a damn New York Jet. There's even a damn Cincinnati Bengal. There's a Washington Redskin. Yeah. There are not one pro bowler from the Giants or Dolphins. I mean, can we get a little love for Fitzpatrick? And and how about Devontae Parker? Like, That's am I, right, Joe. You know what you I'm know saying? You know I would bro? go with my man, Devontae Parker. Ridiculous. Right? Like, honestly, has Jarvis Landry had a better season than Devontae Parker? 
I'm with you, man. He's I'm with those, you. Like, I'll give you DeAndre Hopkins. I'll give you Tyreek yeah. Hill. I'll even give you Keenan Allen, all right? Exactly. Yep, but, exactly. you know, I, I yeah, I think Devontae Parker. And in baseball, Joe, isn't there a rule that, like, every team must be represented by at least one player? You know, this way, when you turn on the Midsummer Classic, even if you're a, oh, I don't know, Royals fan, you get to see one of your guys. I honestly thought that that rule was a, a a decent rule and B I right. thought it was in play in the NFL but here's what I'll also say Joe and you know this just as much as anybody these are the rosters now yeah, <laughs> okay exactly. when when you consider that neither of the Super Bowl teams will allow their players to play and you know if you're looking right. at the teams that had a lot like Baltimore or Kansas City or New Orleans mm-hmm. there's like six or 12 openings there That's right correct. and so many veterans now that this game is you know not in Hawaii or the different timing. They're like, all right, cool. And there'll be another, like, 20 names added to this team. You know, you mentioned the Dolphins and the Vikings. There's a couple of snubs I feel interested about, um, but I hope that ultimately they make it in. One of my guys, for example, that's not on the roster, Joe, is Mr. Austin Eckler, and I think he Mm. deserves it. Yeah, he was another guy, absolutely, you got to look at. The the bulk of the... Dismay seems to be coming with Aaron Rodgers getting the nod over uh, number one, Dak Prescott, uh, whose metrics are a million times better than anything. Now, Aaron Rodgers, granted, he's got he's on a 10 win team, but his numbers are not even close to, let's say, Kurt Cousins, who is also on a 10 win team and Dak Prescott, who is in the top three and touchdown passes him and Kurt Cousins, uh, every quarterback metric known to mankind. They blow Aaron Rodgers out of the water. So I understand the concept of those guys being bent. Um, It would be nice to have your quarterback being representative of the Pro Bowl. But the truth is, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers still kind of coasting on name here this year, not necessarily numbers. Yeah, I think that's true. Again, you can't take out Russell Wilson. You can't take out Drew Brees. No, no. Right? So the option not. would be Aaron Rodgers. What's interesting is you talk about name recognition, Joe. On the other side, there is no TB12, right? And so if you want to talk about name recognition, right, yeah. like that would be the biggest like pencil and I'm okay with that. no matter what. I'm no, okay I with that. Too. I, mean, yep. I am too. What I'm saying is maybe it's more than just name recognition because if mm. name recognition alone gets you in like it did for Aaron Rodgers, you would think then Tom Brady would be on this roster. So yeah, maybe kind of, there's what is the else. criteria? Like what is the because if it's number like if you're breaking down right. quarterback statistics, it, all things being equal, you're going stuff. Aaron Rodgers. Right. I mean, all things being equal. But unfortunately, they're not equal. Uh, right. It's not even close. I agree. I don't know what the formula is, right? Because is this just line up their fantasy football numbers? Because right. I could just sort them right now, you know, on a website, and I could draw the line and tell you who the best three at the position right. are. Right. Um, but I think it is a little bit more. I do think there is some subjectivity. But look, also, quarterback in the NFC, Seattle, New Orleans, or Green Bay, good chance one of those three teams is representing the NFC, right? Yes. So. Without San Francisco, these are the next choices, right? So yep. maybe Cousins or, uh, you know, uh, other quarterbacks that feel deserving would still mm-hmm. get it. I, um, you're right. There's going to be so many different changes that are going to happen Bruce between Rogers now and then. Strike me as guys that would be like, yeah, right. I've done it ten times already. Let right. someone else have their shot. Exactly. But of course, it's that initial 
being viewed by your peers and others as the, you know, nobody wants to be the afterthought. Be like, oh, yeah, I forgot to invite you, but yeah, yeah. You can come. Even if you're one of those second wave invites, I think it still triggers the contract. You're still going to get paid. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's not like NFL players have egos at all. Uh, not at all. And, or the fans, for that matter. Holy crap. They wanted to set uh, Kirk Cousins' house on fire, get him out of town. Now they want him as a Pro Bowl quarter. You guys confuse me, Minnesota. Talk about the other headlines coming up next. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Welcome in here as we get ready. Week 16 of the uh, of the NFL season. Lot to be determined here. Uh, coming up Saturday, coming up Sunday, and then of course next Sunday the finale, Week 17. Uh, a lot of teams could be playing for all the marbles. So good stuff here from a scheduling standpoint with the NFL. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting, and certainly some uh, some big opportunities uh, for us to be able to profit. Uh, being on the right side of some of these very important games. And, of course, don't forget, Friday kicks off bowl season here, just 48 hours away from a 40-game uh, slate here that'll last the next month. It'll include crowning a national champion. And, of course, Dan, there would not be a bowl season and uh, college football without major controversy here. Uh-oh. And great opportunity to profit, too. And these are the kinds of things... We always worry about this sometimes with bowl season. Coaches will tell you there's a lot of non-practice time. Like when you're in season, right. you have your hand, on, you know, you you know what's going on. Guys, they're very regimented, but there's a lot of downtime here during bowl season where teams are going to go three weeks a month without playing. A lot of ways for teams to be able to get in trouble and players to get in trouble. Yeah. And you and don't, have, don't to even have finals fun. anymore. You know, they're, no, they're I mean, that's, there's nothing to do. See, you can't all practice they can do all the crawling. time. <laughs> they got bar so crawls. The problem that we've got here is that when you're watching the board and you're watching these games and all of a sudden you see a line go from a team getting nine to now a team getting five. You got to yes. go. What the hell just happened here where there's a foot? Like, what do we It must be. Epic, like sharps aren't falling out of bed and 48 hours before the game just going, oh, you know what, let me uh, let me back Kent State uh, right. in this game here Friday. Does this have to do with and the quarterback, love? you got to have something to do. So when you start digging and then all of a sudden, voila, here it is. And it, uh, it kind of broke last night and we're starting to see the repercussions right now from the market. But yes, uh, this kid, love, is going to be a... NFL quarterback. He yep. was a uh, he was a guy that coming into this year was on a lot of draft boards. Yeah. Weren't sure if he was going to be a first rounder, but had all the tools, the size, so on and so forth, the metrics. Um, but he had a down year at Utah State. So he did announce two weeks ago that I'm going to the draft, but I'm playing in this damn bowl game with Utah State. So a lot of people were patting him on the back going, good for you, dude. 
Also, now listen, you didn't have a great year. It's another opportunity to showcase prior to draft. So I get it. It's a smart move. What's not a smart move is getting busted for marijuana in an oh, apartment with your man. starting running back and your starting wide receiver. Oh. So now you've got quarterback, wide receiver, running back of Utah State all just came out. Were now misdemeanor cited. And this is the strangest part about this story, Dane. They're saying that, according to this, uh, the police here in Utah, yeah. they received a phone call that there was weed being smoked in an apartment. So the cops showed up, and of course, the cloud of the plume of smoke there underneath the door came out. But when right. the cops went into the door, they found, you know, six or seven people in the apartment. Right. No weed was around. They couldn't find any weed. But what they did was they got a search warrant and drug tested them. Really? They actually got I blown away. I was like, what That's you, weird. it's a misdemeanor. It's all it is. That is so, weird. Because of the smoke and because they uh because That's they like drug probable tested. cause having the smoke. That's exactly what they're saying. But I'm saying you gotta be I would you, dr- search warrant for my your for what? Smoking weed? Like are you yeah, kidding really? me? And if I'm so, if I'm just in the living room, right? Maybe right. my boys are smoking weed. Yes. And I'm just chilling with them playing Xbox. I'm going to give you my urine? Like, I, and here's, like, here's the other thing, Joe, honestly, and, and maybe maybe I shouldn't be talking like this, but I know a lot of schools and universities in this fine nation where when that sort of thing happens, the real cops and the university cops kind of mm-hmm. talk to each other, and, they, and the university cops wind up being like, all right, all right, all right, we'll handle this, okay? Correct. And especially if it's the starting running back and starting wide receiver right before the bowl game. And your quarterback? Right. Why didn't this turn out differently is my question. Where are, like, the Utah State, like, campus powers that be? Like, because I just went – I went to Syracuse, man. And I got – and I used to chill with basketball players. And we used to have parties on, like, South Campus and stuff or whatever. But if any of them really were going to get in trouble – it was campus security, and it was kind of swept under the rug. Now, I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but where's the Utah State uh, brain trust in all of this? I don't understand. The cops released a statement saying that they opened the door, they knocked on the door, they, they found six people in a room, but they ended up finding a seventh who might have been hiding under the bed. But they had determined that marijuana. Yeah, we all we all know who that dude is. We we all we all know who that kind of person man is hiding in the closet. Um, marijuana had been consumed. They said. So what they said is that the suspects were all very cooperative, and they all waited for the warrant to be issued to obtain the drug test from each of them. And I'm going, you you got to be kidding me, because they were charged with possession of a controlled substance, with what? which is a misdemeanor. It's a misdemeanor possessing anything that's, you know, that well, like that's exactly. I, I would have just walked you, out. Man. I'd be like, do you have anything on me? What are you charging oh. me with? Exactly. Oh, nothing? Correct. Peace. Yep. I'm exactly out. Exactly. Correct. Yep. That's, exactly. Yeah, that's weird. And you now, said it was the running back, the wideout and love Jordan. Love, love. Also? That's correct. All three of them. Oh, and they have man. drug tests on all three of them. Now they're not due to be arraigned until December 30th. That's when they're going to go up. So currently, listen, they're accused. But nothing, you know, they haven't been convicted of anything along those lines. So the Utah State University is saying, listen, we have procedures in place for this kind of thing, student conduct, but they have not ruled them out. But it, listen, that kind of story leaks, Dane. 
and it doesn't now the public doesn't oh, yeah. react right away. You got a four point swing here in a game that involves Kent State. Okay, right. <laughs> uh, in a bowl game, not the hugest handle, right? <laughs> all of a sudden, you're going, "What the hell happened?" Well, this is what happened. I don't know how Utah State, with a straight face, would be able to. Uh, maybe they do, and I, I mean, maybe it's so to the point where people will view this and go, "You got to be crazy sitting him." Like you can't sit him for being accused of smoking weed. It makes absolutely no sense. If this was ten years ago, his ass probably ain't playing, but. I don't know. They haven't announced what they're doing 48 hours, but I got to believe some combination of the three of those guys ain't going to play. And certainly the Sharps are telling you, yeah, no, they, yeah, we, we'll go ahead. We'll back Kent State at this particular point. Uh, it, it's so strange to me that we're in 2019 and this yeah. is still an issue. And like you said, um, guys, he goes to Utah State, like in your backyard, cops. Like, what the hell right. are you what is the big like, deal if they're in a room? Money on Utah State in the game. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Dan, I'm telling you, man, it stinks. Yeah, who played? Uh, who uh, Kent State? Who got <laughs> right, Kent State at nine? Stops. Yeah, who got That's Kent true. State at nine points? Uh, exactly. Well, here's my other thing. Here's my other question, Joe. You know how we all know the state of Utah would be the last, if ever, state to like legalize gambling of course. and yep. any other. Uh, vices shall i say because of you know uh the reputation of that state in a number of ways um what is utah state is utah state it's not like a mormon university it's not a private it's the state it's it's the state university right so yeah it's florida state to florida is what it is right yeah so i would think like I don't know. It's just it's it's very weird to me. Like, do they have the kind of high up on the horse public morality? Is that where they're going for? Is that like the kind of culture of the state? So they're like, no, no tolerance. It doesn't matter if you're the starting quarterback kind of thing or like, you know, to the point of campus security kind of making this OK, like how it came out. Or are they just so up on their moral high horse? That it's so strange to me, man. It, it an, really uh, an example is. I First of all, you're just cited. It wasn't like they were hauled off in the paddy wagon and, you know, okay. that's it. Get in the back of the car. Like, you, you got, got a ticket. Book. Right. <laughs> but you also right. you also it's went out of your way to get a damn search warrant so they could pee in a cup? It. And publicize it, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's weird. This sounds to me like somebody had an axe to grind. Yep. Or, like you said, money on Kent State. Yeah, or money on Kent State at Maybe nine points. but. State. Um, I don't get it. Like, I do not get it, man. It's a little strange, but draft stock, too. Opportunity arises here, guys. Go to your book. Check out the line. Penn State. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, welcome in to the grid, guys. It is Sports Grid. 
Radio.com. And we invite you, of course, to be able to find us here on YouTube and subscribe. Try to hit the little uh, bell in the upper right-hand corner. Never miss an episode. You can do so by Sports Grid Network. Get all the fantasy and sports wagering advice you need all the time at Sports Grid Network on YouTube. Also follow us on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. And with over 50, that's right, 50 college basketball games on the schedule. Bowl season getting ready to start here on Friday. Might be time for you to be able to get in the game here, and you can do so with a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Because if you're listening or watching this show right now, you can get a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks. Now, here's how it works. You simply create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. You go ahead and make a deposit. And then you place your first bet in DraftKings. They'll match it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. Now, the offer is eligible to all users and new users. You guys will get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks. You just got to go to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. And if you have a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you check out the website for details. And it is a big card here tonight in College Hoops. Uh, and uh, the NBA last night, six games. Favorites, four and two straight up and against the number. Pacers, uh, good job last night. 100 uh, plus 100 on a money line. 105-102, home win. Taking down LeBron and company of the Lakers. They are just the, and this is crazy too, Dane. And I yeah. give them credit. I really do that they have just pretty much played basketball here. That's only their fourth loss of the year, that being the Lakers. Yeah. 14 in a row on the road. They had going uh, victories. They have quietly just been taking care of business and not making right. a whole lot of noise, which is impressive. The Hornets also last night uh, took down the new Sacramento Kings. They got the Aaron Fox back, Bagley. All of a sudden, they're healthy, and they get boat raced there. Uh, plus 180 on the money line last night for Charlotte. Uh, and also the uh, you had home teams go five and one against the number last night in the NBA. You'll have yeah, uh, a couple Nets. of games here tonight, including Miami and Philadelphia. You'll have a whole bunch of top 25 action in college uh, hoops. Uh, but also you've got the opportunity. No Thursday night games, guys, for week uh, right. week 16. We'll you do going. have an opportunity to jump in and get yourself some uh, uh, some lines here. And you should know. The game that's uh, going to be on a lot of people's minds in Pittsburgh, the New York Jets and the Pittsburgh Steelers. We now know who the quarterback for Pittsburgh is going to be. And Devlin Hodges, he's back in it. Dane. They have announced they're going with Devlin. And yep. we talked yesterday. We're like, do, do, do they make, do they go to Mason Rudolph? Do they not? Well, Tomlin says, yeah, no, we're going to, to Hodges. Hodges is going to be our guy. We've got the confidence in him. I don't know why, uh, but. It is Hodges in case anybody had any question. Also, it should be known that the Chargers, and I guess we should have seen this coming day, they also announced that, yeah, we won't be committing to Phillip Rivers. And that means no 17th season, possibly. And I think... I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, Dane, that we put Phillip Rivers' name on the growing list of free agent go. quarterbacks this That's season, right. which is not good for the market, but it's not good for these guys because so many available. Well, yeah. Which side of the market? <laughs> it's yeah, good for right. the well, side of the market. <laughs> yeah. it, it, well, it's good for the billionaire owners, but I never <laughs> like to side with them. Uh, but right. he is 38 years old. 
Yeah. He's turned the ball over 21 times this year in 14 uh, in 14 games, man. I don't. Is it time to move on? I, I mean, is it time to move on? I've been on? saying it the whole time. Yes. Yes, it is. We've been saying it all season long, Joe. Father Time is calling for Phillip Rivers on a number of levels, Joe. You know, I'm higher on the Chargers than most. I'll acknowledge that. But look at the rest of their roster, Joe. It's good. The rest of their roster is good, okay? And Rivers is in the same kind of space as Eli Manning, to be quite honest. If they want to be, they got to accept that they are no longer a starting level quarterback in the NFL. I've been saying this all year. Like Andy Dalton may have had that team right now at, you know, eight and six. Really? So I truly believe, Joe, we need to, after like, you know, after week 17, maybe one of those weeks where it's less, you know, less uh, intense, we need to play the game. We need to literally go team by team and see who are the candidates for jobs on the merry-go-round. And where are the opportunities? Because you're right, Joe, it's a market, right? And if more people are in the market, that means teams won't have to spend as much to sign these guys or the trade price won't be as high, you know, if there are more options. I am very interested to see how many chairs there will be that are empty and how many candidates there are circling around them. That will establish the market and answer our questions on things like Ryan Tannehill, you know. But the, here, the thing is, they're different kinds of quarterbacks too, right? You know, they're the older guys. Maybe you want an older guy if you're going to draft someone also, you know, in the uh, in the first late first or second round. If you're going to draft Tua, do you want a Phillip Rivers holding the, you know, holding the fort down a little bit? Or mm -hmm. do you think one of these guys can be your answer for the next five years, a.k.a. Cam Newton, right? So it's going to be like kind of Baskin-Robbins, different flavors for different teams, depending on where they are in the cycle. And don't forget, there will be two, three, maybe even four quarterbacks via the draft that teams opt for. They're like, no, 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 I don't want Andy Dalton. I don't want Marcus Mariota. I'll instead cast my lot developing Justin Herbert. You know, so it's going to be very interesting. And we should go through a segment one day to establish what the market may look like. Is it next year? The stadium opens next year, does it not? It the does. New stadium? Rams and Chargers, yes. Next year. All right, so it, all, it does always. So it's not a year. All right, so it's next year that it opens for both of these teams. So they're going to go into a new stadium. I don't yes. know that Anthony Lynn's coming back. Right. Uh, and I don't know he should come back. This could be like the And Panthers. I also don't know that this is as much the Chargers as it might be. You know, a lot of the comments and a lot of the stuff we're hearing from Phillip Rivers is I think he's kind of done with the Chargers organization and what they are, are doing here with from, you know, new offensive coordinators. New, you know, like he didn't want to leave to begin with. Right. And listen, you can't 38 years old. This guy is the Chargers like he was for the last 18 years. He yeah, was the face of this organ and he's done nothing but been loyal to him from day one. Absolutely. So. It's a tough situation for the organization, but I think if they do go their separate ways, I think it's a lot more Phillip than it is that front office. I think he's ready and going, you know what? I didn't want to leave. You guys took off. I'm commuting. Like, this is enough right. is enough. You're changing offensive coordinators. You're not – your offensive line sucks. Like, I, you know, Phillip might be at that point where, you know what, just like Tom Brady might very well be at the end of the year. Time to move on, guys. Maybe it's, uh, right. you know, you want to keep playing? Might be uh, time for another uniform. So here's the thing, and you're right, and I think Brady is a very interesting conversation as well. Mm -hmm. But there's talk here in New York 
because, you know, Eli Manning's in the same exact spot, Joe. Okay. And he has said out loud that he wants to kind of still start. Well, that job ain't going to be there. Right. Right. So the question is for him and for Philip, do they look themselves in the mirror and realize who they are? And honestly, what I what I truly believe is the best course of action is for the organizations, the Chargers and the Giants to convince their Hall of Fame aging quarterbacks. Hey, do us a favor. Accept being the backup for a year. Accept being the backup for a year. And if, if in the Giants, that means Eli literally entering the preseason as QB2 to Danny Dimes. For the Chargers, wouldn't what if the Chargers, I think the Chargers are going to use a first-round draft pick. I think the Chargers, Joe, let's say, you know, let's say Tua falls a little bit, right? The Chargers are going to be right around what? In the middle, right? 15 or something like that. Let's say Tua falls. And let's say they draft someone like Tua, who is rehabbing a hip, right? Mm-hmm. And you tell Philip Rivers, listen, you're our starter, but you are going to pass the baton at some point in 2020 to the kid. Would Philip Rivers sign up for that? Or does he want to, like, compete in a new franchise to maybe be a starting quarterback? You know, or do you accept it like, hey, I'll have my swan song and then I'll turn it over to the kid, whoever that might be. I, I think the best course of action would be for these organizations to convince those quarterbacks, hey, stay with us and, you know, just pass the baton when the time is right. But if I'm the Chargers, do I want to be going into my new home, brand new stadium year one with a placeholder? Or I, I don't no, know like that two, I want to make this move. Like two is coming. Yeah, but he's not. And that's that's a far fetch that he might even because nobody again, that's question marks like you don't want to go into a new stadium filled with question. marks. what's the future? Like the last thing you you want is instability to be what people are. So nobody's going to buy season. Who's going to buy licensing rights to go see a team that I don't know who the quarterback is. The coach just got fired. I got you like you've got to be able to sell the franchise. You've you got to be able to sell the fans sell it? on hope. Uh, you you've got to you've got to spin sale? this. What's that? You don't think a first round quarterback would build buzz? Ooh, they're not they're not gonna be they're not uh, bad enough that they're gonna be able to get any one of the top right. there is no Andrew Luck in this a little bit because there's there's no Andrew Luck. There is no, you know, Joe Burrow, there's as much right. as we like to prop these guys up, guys, there is nobody in this draft that we're coming out and saying it's a surefire thing. It's not you don't think so you've got nothing but question marks. I think you, you don't know. I think Tua's Tua not gonna, even if he does, we don't know if he's coming back. That's not going to sell seats. Nobody in nobody in LA is going to go. Well, Tua might be back, okay. and let's buy let's buy ten thousand well, dollars. Well, nobody's going to do it. Like Philip Rivers Tarad, is your is bridge. Is Tarad their best option? Is Tarad no, Taylor their? He's best not. Nobody's going to buy so, seats for Tarad. Most people don't even know he's on the team. Like Philip Rivers is your key, is your bridge to make that transition, and from done. the help there. Right. You can't That's do right. it without him. You That's the problem. You can there. listen. You can throw out a million names. It ain't Philip Rivers in that town. That's the problem. That's why what I'm saying is you keep Rivers, but you draft the first round quarterback and yeah. pass the baton. I don't think he wants that though. I really think he wants gone. Who gives yeah. a damn about what Philip Rivers at this point? His wife and nine kids probably care. 
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. not falling uh, far from the tree there. Uh, Zeke Elliott, his father, and we all know Zeke Elliott's not like he hasn't uh, had bouts uh, and run-ins with the law uh, over the years, although it's, uh, you know, he hasn't necessarily had charges brought against him, but certainly right. his brushes with the law are well-documented. Well, his old man just got slapped with uh, and arrested with a whole lot of uh, 21 charges in total, guys. Yeah, Zeke Elliott's dad, 21 charges. And the reason why is because a, uh, the Ohio Department of uh, Natural Resources, and uh, along with a few other actual not only state but federal agencies, executed a search warrant for his dad's place in, uh, in Ohio. Why? Well, it appears he likes um, exotic animals and oh, the kind of exotic animals, Dane, that require oh, certain licensing and uh, <laughs> and certain steps to be uh, provided there. Like uh, Mike because, Tyson with a tiger. Yeah, 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 yeah. It seems that um, he was a big fan of this uh, a cat that is native to Africa. It's called a serval. Now, I'll throw a picture of this cat. Yeah, I'll, let me throw a picture of this cat up here for you. Okay. Uh, this is not a, um, and now it's a, it looks like a house cat, except it's got, look at those teeth. Um, yeah. and that's and it like as a baby, is, right? Like it's going to it, grow. It's, it stands about a foot tall. It's got the ears. It's got, it looks very wild animal type with the spotting. The problem yeah. is it, it, these aren't allowed in the country. And the reason they're not allowed in the country is because if they were to get loose, they will go around the neighborhood and kill dogs. And uh, that's exactly uh, what was happening here. Apparently, he's had this, and he had it chipped, by the way. So it didn't take long. They actually had to kill the cat uh, because he, the cat was running around a neighborhood and just wiping <sighs> uh, dogs out in the area. So uh, he was pretty much attacking everything and anything he could get on. So they killed the cat. They found the chip, and, of course, they traced it back to him. So when they approach him, he's like, uh, well, it's my cat, but I'm I'm watching it for somebody else. It's not really my cat. So <laughs> I'm cat sitting. <laughs> yeah, I'm jungle cat sitting. Cat sitting. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's mine, but I was, you know, I'm watching it for a friend. Bottom line is he got smacked with 21. That's right, 21 uh charges, having a wild animal without a permit. Uh, of course, he's going to get sued now from all the dog owners there who's, uh, you know, that right. wild animal got loose and took down the neighborhood. Yeah, it's um, that thing just scares the living crap out of me, man. I'm sorry. Uh, it, could you imagine like who? First of all, who trusts that in a house? Yeah. So so I have two things on this, Joe. I have two things on this. One is I don't know how familiar you are, Joe, with the normal new york city bodega yeah, okay 
But in the normal New York City bodega, there is something called the bodega cat. Okay, most mm-hmm. bodegas in New York have a house cat because they purposely are good to scare away any mice that might come. Right. Okay. Yep. Sure. So when you talked about them eating all the attacking all the dogs, you know, that's what I thought of. I was like, listen, the bodega cat, that's what their job is. Maybe this was like the neighborhood cat trying to get the dogs. But here's my other thing. Honestly, <laughs> I feel bad for the damn cat. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it's a wild animal. I understand that. But it was put down because of this. And B, I don't know that Ohio is the same like natural habitat as Africa. You know what I mean? Like if this cat is native to Africa, what yep. are they doing in the winters in Ohio? You yep. know what I mean? So like I for me, the victim in all this is the damn cat. Yep. I agree. I agree. It's it's never the cat. Now he didn't ask to come here and be thrown right. into a situation. He didn't ask to come where, here, and he got yeah. shot and put down for him doing yep. his normal hunting gathering behaviors. Yes, yeah, and it's uh, apparently it's it's labeled a very dangerous wild animal. Like this is not a cat that it may look. You're like, oh, you're a kid. No, it'll rip your face off, and uh, sure that's is. what the. Not that hard. It's not to the cat's out. fault that it was like bought and domesticated. That's messed yeah. up for the cat. And he chips it. He actually had a chip, so in case he lost it, <laughs> they'd be able to find him. Like you've got to be device on the cat. Oh, oh my god, I can't. Like I just, so many things about this story are so wrong. They need um, to learn from Michael Vick. I, like, what are you doing, man? Like, seriously, what happens? Like, the, the normal feline, you know, the tabby. What you couldn't couldn't just go out and Wasn't get a enough. bodega cat? <laughs> Wasn't enough. You know what I mean? Wasn't enough. So congratulations to uh, Stacey Elliott there, uh, also known what as What kind of Elmer exotic Hunt. animal would you get, Joe? Because I have a lizard. I own a lizard, a leopard gecko. And it's real cool. She's real cool. But, like, if you were going to get something that wasn't a dog or a cat, you know, people have birds. People have snakes. Like, what, what, what non, like, you know, dog or cat? Would you try and get in the Ranieri house? I had the gecko thing. Uh, I did yeah. the uh, the whole gecko thing was uh, yeah. was fun there for a while until they just kept dying. And I was like, all right, this ain't going to work. Um, well, I, no, don't I, to me, I would go like uh, to me. I always wanted like a tank filled with piranha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give me like uh, give me the fish aspect I of it, that. man. Did you really? I had did fish. You... They died. I had it was a cat- school of piranhas. <laughs> and then they did ended really? up eating each other. Oh, that's see, that's what I'm talking about. Pull up a chair, and that's uh, and that's where going. How did you do with the uh? How'd you do with the geckos? Like, how'd you do with the whole lizards? The iguanas? Oh, my gecko's still alive. Her name is Kiki. She's killing it. Oh, She's you got it. Okay, good. Yeah, and I've been told my gecko is just over a year old. But Joe, I've been told that they live for like 15, 20 years. To be yeah. quite honest. Me and my fiance, we got the gecko, and then I proposed to her the next weekend. I was like, listen, we're in it for 15 to 20 together with this damn gecko anyway. Might as well get married. (laughs) Might as well. uh, Hello. We're here. The thing's going to be around forever. 15 years. Might Might as well. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get that whole sneaking in. And, and, you know, we've got that problem down here, Dane, with, you know, people thought it'd be great to have a python like, as a pet. Python, like, yeah. A python. Like, there is. A, the other problem is there's nothing in this country that's the natural predator for checks and balances here. So I, this thing kills everything. Like, everything. <laughs> alligators. We need to get a honey like, badger. A honey badger. <laughs> there's nothing. So they've actually given the okay for the public. They open it up for a couple of weeks every year that you can go out to the Everglades and kill as many as you want. Go out, hunt them, kill them, do whatever you want to do. They give the public the okay because once they got out to the, you know, what happens is people realize, holy crap, they, they're bigger than my apartment. 
So they drop them off in the Everglades. And then the thing has 900, you know, babies. And now we've got, a, you know, a population of pythons, sure. like pythons, people. Like, seriously? Like, you got to be like, kidding me. I go on the subway in New York. And if there was a time, there was a time where, like, dude had a damn python around his neck. Yes, I went to like, the next car. I, I don't know what the hell is going to happen. I Chill. Yeah. I, want Choke, part I of- hope he chokes him out. Like, what are you doing bringing that crap here, man? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not with all that. Hat. I got asthma. I got allergies. I don't like. That's part of why I got a lizard, also, because I can't that handle that. My dog, by the way, that, that and you brought that out. Yeah, and you, we'd, we'd, we'd have some problems. Yeah, we'd have some oh, yeah. serious problems. Ridiculous. Absolutely. Eat my iguana. I lawsuits, but I just feel bad for the cat. I the do cat, too. Cat. I, I'm with you. But again, let the cat Zeke, get like, Africa where it's supposed to be, Roman. Hey, Zeke, did you not go to dad's house and notice that he's got, you know, like a uh, ferocious mini tiger in the house over there? Did you? I'm just curious. Now, you know, did you not know that dad was chipping well, they got, a. He uh, got a, a nice little check this year, a boatload of money. Maybe they're like, ooh, let's get dad something fancy. I'm going to get him a, an African leopard cat. I don't I, know. I, like you said, with Tyson and the top, but at least he, he filled out the paperwork. Like he paid for the paperwork. Like, you know what I mean? He paid for it. Like, you snuck a cat in and chipped it and didn't tell anybody. And now we got 14 dogs dead in the neighborhood. Like, I, I just, I, I don't get it. Like, I absolutely and don't get it. actually chip a cat. Like, they implant the damn homing device into yeah, the right skin? In the yep. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So, and then this way you can actually go on the phone and GPS it. So he knew where the cat was the whole time. The whole time. Right, right. <laughs> It's like find my car. You get an app if you forget your parking exactly spot. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, look at that. He's killing horses. Oh my word. Like, I, like, what are you doing? Unbelievable. Uh, but Zeke that? is uh, Zeke's getting ready a- though. I don't, I'm sure he's going to be answering questions at his locker room uh, at the locker here this week as he's getting ready to take on the Eagle. Hey Zeke, how was? Uh, what are you getting? You getting Dad a cat for uh, Christmas? What you going to get yeah. here? Uh, thanks so very much for showing up. Uh, I, I just, I, people get what they deserve, man. I'm sorry. It's, uh, it serves them absolutely right for being a moron. Uh, but again, Apple don't fall too far from the tree. Just saying there, uh, you don't have to look very far to figure out why it is. Zeke's had some legal troubles in the back. Let's bring in wild cats. Okay. Uh, speaking of that game, by the way, too, big, um, Big handle growing right now. It seems to be the biggest handled game on the board. Uh, this game going in uh, against Philadelphia in Philadelphia. And Philadelphia, believe it or not, over the last 24 hours is getting a lot of love. I don't know if it's home cooking love, uh, but it it appears that the uh, the amount of bets coming in for them, people giving them a big fighter's chance. They're not buying Dallas and what we saw last week. So... I'm going to be real interested to see where this goes here, Dane, because it's not, I think it's a toss up between them both. Regardless. I don't, I don't buy the three points. I do think this is a toss up game between these two teams. I do too. Um, you know, I see it at two and a half at FanDuel, uh, Philly, mm-hmm. a home dog of two and a half, 46 and a half is the total. Yep. I, I just don't trust Dallas, Joe. I just I don't, don't, I don't trust Dallas. To not make mistakes. If they play a clean game, I think mm-hmm. they are a better team. I think they have better personnel if they play a clean game. I just don't 
know that that's going to happen on the road with those rabid Philly fans and all that. I know the Eagles are compromised. I know they don't have their skill players. They're talking about, you know, getting back their backs involved. Boston Scott, Greg Ward. Right. What I have also seen, though, is I have seen Carson Wentz make plays in the fourth quarter of the last two Amen. weeks, Joe. Yep. You know, and, and if it comes down to it, and my narrative all season long has been on guys like Watson, Mahomes, Lamar, Ma- Russell making plays, right? And I, for some reason, in those clutch spots, I, I, I believe in like Wentz to Ertz more mm-hmm. than I believe in anything Dallas can do. I think I am going to hope it gets to three, and I'm going to take Philly with the three points at home. I, uh, it, it reached it for a short time, and then obviously there was some quick buyback there yeah. once you got to that key number of three. But it is on the board right now. It's the most bet game on, uh, including Saturday and Sunday. It's the most yeah. bet game right now. So, and it looks a lot of people realize that's this is it, guys. Week 16 is going to determine Absolutely. which of these teams goes to the playoffs. Jordan Howard uh, listed as questionable, which is uh, which is okay. I think there's a good shot they have him and Lane Johnson back, which I think is big. Uh, also, there's some talk, I guess, Aguilar also is a possibility. to be. So he might be getting some okay. of his weapons back, okay. which is good. I think Lane Johnson's probably the most important out of all of them. Get your... Uh, uh, he's yeah. going to need Lane back. He's he going to cool. need Lane uh, because Greg Ward... Was that guy done anything to what? Talk himself out of it? He should be playing regardless. That kid has done nothing but make plays. That's fine by me. I just think, listen, I I think Jordan Howard is huge. Okay? Mm. You know, Joe, I've been saying it all year long, right? Jordan Howard is who provides the Eagles with balance. You don't want Carson Wentz throwing the ball 45 times. If Wentz is the volume thrower, it's not good. When Howard is there, it establishes a kind of run game that is important for balance in that offense. Don't get me wrong. Miles Sanders is coming on, but he's not the hammer that Jordan Howard is, and I think they need him. Remember, when Howard was running well, that's when they put up 31 against Buffalo. All right, I think that's really important for the balance of this offense. A lot of... uh... A lot of money, a lot of bets on the under in this game as well. It's anticipating some interesting weather. We might very well see a big uh, defensive battle here with uh, a little tightness going on. So Jordan Howard versus Zeke Elliott and the cat. <laughs> Put down the rest of the games next. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. To the grid, sportsgrid.com. Uh, yeah, Zeke Elliott's dad. That cat is going to be forever ingrained in my mind with those teeth every time I see a house cat. Yeah, it was now. looking fierce. That uh, thing is just absolutely, uh, absolutely crazy. Like a baby uh, cheetah. Another side note on the uh, Cowboys, by the way, they're bringing back uh, somebody, uh, I guess, a former Super Bowl MVP there, Malcolm Smith. His now okay. signed. Remember Malcolm Smith? Um, yeah. I, I'm going to guess he's probably not 
the same linebacker he was six years ago. Yeah, that's uh, what I was but <laughs> a while ago. It's, but but I do think obviously with Van Der Esch and Sean Lee and and Van Der Esch has been hurt. That neck has continued to be a problem. Yeah, sure. They obviously need some reinforcements there at the linebacking position. So I don't blame it. Uh, I don't blame them. So Malcolm Smith will uh, will be back. He'll be with the Cowboys here. They are. Uh, Joe Thomas, I think, is still out for them. Sean Lee and I hope Van Der Esch, or they hope rather, Van Der Esch might be able to somehow or another play in this game. I, I think they're still crossing their finger. I don't know that he's going to play for the rest of the year. I, I think that's a big that's a bigger loss for them than anything else. Sean Lee's always been hurt, but I think yeah. Van Der Esch really kind of changed the dynamic of that of uh, that defense this year for Dallas. Yeah, him and Jalen Smith as these two young running backs. I mean, excuse me, linebackers that can get to the ball. It's a huge piece of that Dallas defense. And Joe fits my narrative around if Jordan Howard is back in that run game for Philly Mm -hmm. at a less than fully stocked Cowboys linebacker level, even more reason that the Eagles may try to run this ball a little bit in the cold without some of their wide receivers and try to punch Dallas in the mouth. On Sunday, and I'm leaning Philly. I told you, I've been casting my lot with the Eagles as NFC East Division champs all season yep. long. I can't turn back now. Yeah, hopefully it does. If it gets, uh, keep an eye out. If it does push to that three, the three, I'll it. take it. Uh, yeah, yep. hop on it, grab on it, because um, the money keeps pouring in on that game. So uh, the, the most interest in there, of course, Cowboys, uh, America's team there. And now that you've got, you got a narrative of Dak. Look at he's no Pro Bowler, snub job. Well, he's gonna want to uh, gonna want to prove to the world uh, if he wins the game. You know, Cowboy fans will never, ever let it go, Dave. They will never let it go. It'll be and Dak for president. Maybe he'll be with some Johnny Manziel baby. It, some money. It'll be a Dak festival. <laughs> 